0: I Like The Way You Work It, a podcast from your friends at Dateline Digital Printing. At Dateline, we care a lot about taking unusually good care of people and helping them do their very best work. This podcast is a gift to the remarkable people we have the honor of serving. And now, I Like The Way You Work It with your host, Jeff Welch.
1: What is up? Welcome to another episode of I like the way you work it. Today, I'm sitting down with Meadow Bailey, who is a communications director for the state of Alaska Department of Transportation, the people who keep the roads working. And in this conversation, uh, we talk about uh, what it's like for her to work in a high performance culture, how that uh, helps her to level up her game and how her work helps others to level up their game. Uh, We talk about balancing work and family. Her and her husband both have important, demanding jobs, and they also are very committed to having strong family lives. And those two things sometimes can be at odds, but ultimately um, how they manage those things together. And we talk about the advice that she would have given herself at a few different points in her life uh, to to maybe help her navigate some of those uh, those periods in her life. Meadow has been doing great work in our community for a really long time, and uh, was just such a treat to get to sit down and talk with her. Proud to call her my friend, and I just know you're going to enjoy it summer is busy yeah. for you. Is it busy yeah. for Bill too? Is, is, does uh, you have yeah. a similar cycle? I think to we you do
0: or? different, you know, you have construction yeah. stuff, all, all things related to construction in the summer. Yeah. And then in the winter, you have all things related to weather and how people yeah. are responding to it. So there's definitely a cyclical nature to it. Uh, same level of busy though. It's not like you get busier yeah. in construction season. You're just you as just busy. Have different, yeah. Different it's just stuff different stuff to, to focus yeah. on. <laughs> different things you're talking about. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's gotta be, which makes it fun. Well, I'm sure so you have a variety of challenges yeah. and different yeah. things that you're that you're yeah. sort of processing yeah. so I I feel like I have known you in some capacity for a really long time yeah, which like probably means that yeah. we're not that young anymore <laughs> uh.
0: time is going but yes by so it's, quickly. it's
1: been a lot of years that yeah. I've I've seen you come in and out a dateline for years and yeah. stuff like that um, so I mean in those days you were doing like private yeah. consulting and stuff yeah. like that so tell me a little bit about that process of yeah. how you went from Doing your own kind of gig too.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, we really did that to have flexibility when kids were young so that we would be based out of the home and you can control your schedule and do things, you know, during while your kids are napping, uh, have breakfast at home, do all of those kinds of things. So that flexibility. And then, um, but I grew up around DOT. My dad was an engineer. And so I uh, knew that culture and I like... and the remoteness of it you know all these projects in different areas so i had a natural you know desire in a way or affinity towards uh engineering and construction and that kind of stuff and i love the boom and bust sort of you know where you're you gear up and you're super busy then a little bit of downtime you gear up and you're super busy so i um so this job came open and um bill my husband was really like you know you should apply for this this would be really something up your alley and, uh, I kind of fought it cause I really appreciated the independence that I had. Sure, yeah. Um, but I just, it's been an amazing experience. I couldn't even great people, you know, just a great environment, really a great place to, you know, I raise my kids there. I feel like in a lot of ways, yeah. you know, they come through and for a while it was, they would come through after school and now it's they are driving and we'll come through and say hi or you know so it's changed but we've raised our kids around that and yeah
1: well I'm sure it does take so I mean you're a communications professional but certainly you've got to be able to do more than just communicate well you have to understand the underlying all the stuff the engineering and the timelines and all that good stuff so having some background in there I'm sure yeah was incredibly helpful to make you just be like
0: well or just like i said it was an affinity so yeah. i don't i still don't always feel, i don't understand there's so much i don't yeah, understand yeah. and then usually you're learning about it so that you can respond to an yeah. inquiry so yeah. you're getting a real high level you know perspective of it you're answering a question then you're moving on to the next thing yeah. so i feel like we get re-educated often i'm sure um, but i definitely have this affinity for you know construction and roads and airplanes and yeah. runways and all of those all things related to to dot well,
1: I am constantly amazed by the quality of people that I intersect with who end up saying, "Oh yeah, I work for DOT." Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: I don't understand it exactly, mm-hmm. but you guys are definitely doing something right over there
0: because we- I agree with you. And we actually just did an employee survey across the state mm-hmm. and, you know, far and above the reason people like to work at DOT is because of the people. Mm-hmm. And they say that, you know, the best thing about their work, it's never the pay, you know, it's never the hours. It's none of those things. It's always the people that they work with, which makes people really loyal because you yeah. want to, you know, you want to do a good job and you want to support your coworkers. And that attitude is just everywhere. So people always, you know, they work extra hours, they do extra things, um, they're always willing to go to. The the extra mile
1: yeah do you, do you feel like there's this I'll call it positive internal pressure but like this this extra drive to bring your a game when you see the people around you operating at a high level all the time
0: for sure which I love actually yeah. I think that's a great thing well when, when one of the things that I didn't uh, enjoy about working independently is that you're working independently mm-hmm. so it's just you you don't necessarily have somebody to bounce ideas off of and you know anytime you collaborate with other mm-hmm. people that final product even if it might be a little painful to get there the final product is always so much better yeah you improve it so absolutely like you're always trying to you always are trying to impress you know the people around you because you want them to you want to do the best job you possibly yeah. can to help them and that's really what we're doing like we're customer service oriented for the public and then also you know for our internal stakeholders sure Yeah.
1: so i i know a lot of people that work at dot i'm fortunate to know a lot yeah. of people who work at dot and i know Sort of personally, the level of like work that they, you know, the, the quality of work they want to bring and, and, and the price, how they care. Yeah. yeah. And so the other day I heard somebody talking about, you know, this Mitchell situation this summer. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's going to love that. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, but roads got to get fixed. Yeah. Like we we got to maintain them. It's, yeah. it's a it it has to be done. Uh, and the, and I heard them in another conversation and they, they were effectively saying, oh, you know, they're going to take the whole summer just because they can. Yeah. And like it, like it really irked me inside. I was like, no, I know these people. They're not, they're not trying to put you out, you know, like to make you miserable. So what, what are some of the challenges around this necessary work that has to be Mm -hmm. done, but knowing that not everyone is going to love the fact that you're doing it?
0: Well, we always acknowledge that we're, it's a, it's a major disruption for people. Like we, mm-hmm. people take, you take the roads you travel on for granted and unfortunately or fortunately you have to come and make repairs and you have to, you have to fix them periodically. Uh, and it's really inconvenient to people. And in Alaska, you know, you're trying to put a year of construction into yeah. the, you know, the five months that we have <laughs> good weather. So we're definitely, you know, you hit it hard. Um, and there's a lot of, it's, it's a partnership, you know, it's not just DOT. We really administer yeah. the projects and then you have contractors who come in and those contractors have that same pressure. They're trying to do all of these projects in all these different locations. So yeah, we'll have roads closed and they'll be, you know, remain closed even when work isn't necessarily happening in that area mm-hmm. because the staff that's working on that project also have additional projects that they're working on. Yeah. Everyone's trying to be as efficient as they can. So it might be that they're, you know, doing, you know, grinding pavement in all of these different projects and they're doing it at the same time and then they're going to move on to the next step that they have. So uh, we always try to acknowledge it. We try to get as much information out in advance, uh, but not too far in advance because you know people don't actually pay attention to something even if they've been listening to it for years yeah Yeah. Yeah. so we really we try to we acknowledge that and we really try to get as much information as we can to people in advance so they are not surprised
1: yeah you uh you worked on the geist university Mm -hmm. yeah that's those are the words uh Mm -hmm. last summer and so that impacted my business Mm -hmm. and as a business owner i was very appreciative of the the not just the information but the materials that existed. So I was able to go on the website and I was able to find maps that showed what the Where impact was. Yeah. And so for me, I, I mean, I I'd like to think I'm I'm a realist. Yeah. I would I prefer not to have
0: yeah
1: have to know my to customers. No, I, I don't want to yeah. do yes. that. But I do understand that yeah. there's probably going to be better when you're done. Yeah. And just maintenance is necessary yeah. if you want to yeah. keep the roads working. So. I, I recognize that that's something that is going to need to be done from time to time. And my biggest concern at that point is can't, do I have a mechanism for ensuring my customers yeah. know the best ways to get to me? And so I really appreciated um, uh, the, the visuals and the mapping and stuff yeah. like that, that you were able to provide for people. And then the super open house that you guys do every spring, yeah. incredibly helpful. Yeah. Um,
0: and, you know, people. change anything. So if you catch people off guard and they're not, You know prepared for this mentally Or any kind of change It doesn't necessarily have to be Just road construction It's really anything People don't You know you get you get upset if it disrupts your routine so (laughs) we're looking at that we think about change management and we're like people don't like to be surprised what can we do to give them all the tools in advance that they need and so we really try to do that and we're not 100 percent successful but that's our goal and in those times that we're not and people are upset we acknowledge that you know you have a right to this disrupts your routine and we acknowledge that has to happen still but we want to make it facilitate that as much as we can so that you're comfortable When
1: your friend and mine, Mike Lund, uh, he, uh, very memorable to me, he said, you know, most businesses, they have, they serve a certain segment of the population. Mm -hmm. Like, no, not everyone in Fairbanks needs printing. Yeah. I serve a small, it's like, pretty much everybody uses our product. Yeah. And so, yeah, that creates a new challenge Mm -hmm. because now you're impacting lots of people in a very broad ways. Yeah. So so, best
0: practices in public relations, people are always like, and identify your audience and your audience can't be everyone. And I always go... (laughs) our audience is essentially everyone it's so hard it's not just the drivers you've got you know the cyclists and you've got walkers and you have we have everyone and so it's hard you're right because best practices are that you would identify that audience and you strategically try to reach just them or uh, specifically them and we're like we will need all of the people in all of the places Mm -hmm. yeah Well,
1: what i love about you is that i I, i'm sure you get frustrated at times Mm -hmm but i you seem to like nerd out on this like this is an yes. exciting challenge yes. like like yeah. how do we do this well yeah so we have constraints
0: we don't have unlimited money we don't have we have way more things going on than we can always address but absolutely we geek out on it and that um drive you asked about that internal drive we're always you know how can you do how can you make this next announcement stand out better Mm -hmm. what can you do that'll get people's attention so yeah absolutely we nerd out on that and uh we're so proud when somebody you know make something i just we were looking at the Uh, we put some video up caitlin was putting Mm -hmm. up these great videos right now and somebody put on there you know this is you know something about this is really great you're so hip and we're like we don't usually get called hip and we that all morning and we've been like and you're so hip like it just it made your day like those positive comments that are back you know you it makes your day
1: oh yeah Yeah. i'm sure yeah uh so you have also been a significant player in like the alaska public relations society chapter if i can get that out um, how, how do you feel like involvement in, in a professional organization like that has maybe helped your helped your career, or has been beneficial to you even personally?
0: Well, I couldn't, I can't underscore the importance of belonging to the PRSA Alaska chapter for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, fresh out of college, I joined and was working as an independent practitioner in in Fairbanks. So there weren't a lot. There's not a strong, you know, mm-hmm. there not a lot of people doing PR. Um, there were a few though, and so the ability to talk to them and to um, get feedback on what the projects were that you're working on, and then to do access the online trainings. Mm-hmm. you know which are part of your membership that's was so valuable to me especially starting out and then i still feel like that's such a value because you continually in you know the comfort of your own home or office yeah attend those trainings so you can keep up on like what's what's the emerging technology what are best practices what you know you always learn from a case study you know what how did this situation this crisis how did they respond what worked well and what can we take from what they learned Mm -hmm. to implement in our next crisis so that we respond better yeah yeah so absolutely they're a great organization and then so willing to help and and that was that's been really important to me
1: So that's – there's, like, all these national resources, right? So PRSA is a national thing, and then there are, like, state chapters that are – these subsets. Yeah. And and you, uh, you've been super instrumental in the Alaska chapter. I mean, you dreamed up this idea of the ComEx conference. Yeah. Tell me about that.
0: Well, and really, I feel like I just wanted to keep people engaged. And then because I'm, you know, the majority of the chapter is based out of Anchorage. That's where the most mm-hmm. people are. Um, how can we continue to reach out to people outside of Anchorage? Like what are, what's some value we can bring to them for, you know, in the networking and the developing friends? Because those people that have become, you know, my friends on a, a professional level or that you work with and mm-hmm. you um, bounce ideas off of regardless of the industry because yeah. really best communication practices are going to be consistent across every single industry so just mm-hmm. because I work in transportation doesn't mean you know it, it, whatever yeah. our best practices are the same thing for education uh, so those relationships I just really wanted to foster those relationships so that was the idea between Comex is that you bring people together uh, so that people outside of Anchorage could also get that professional development that networking make those relationships 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 and then uh, work to you know improve and to have have that network
1: yeah well, I've I've had the I'm not exactly a PR person,
0: but I, we think of you <laughs> as, a, as you definitely are though. You I dabble. Are. You know that you know the best practices, and you're same thing where you try something, you evaluate it for how successful it is, you look at what's really working, and then you continue on those avenues, sure. right? So you're yeah. always evaluating and then looking, deciding which direction to go based on that feedback and that those metrics that you see.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so you are. But, but I, I I've enjoyed uh, hanging out with. With the, you know, com- communications professionals. Because they're fun people. And they, they're, they're amazing. And, and I, um, you know, I'm, I'm a relationship guy. yeah Like, I, I really value that. And so having the ability to connect with people mm-hmm. that I would, not, there's no way I would have intersected yeah. with some of these yeah. people uh, just on my own. Yeah. Uh, was fantastic yeah. and even for somebody who is more peripherally involved than than a daily basis kind of communications mm-hmm. professional. Yeah, that I mean that's that was huge for me yeah. to, to be able to meet some of those people and have that network of people who you could say, well, I'm gonna ping yeah. Heidi in yeah. Anchorage and see yeah. what she thinks about yeah. this because that's now a resource.
0: And you're right. It is like, I think, especially in this day and age, everything, you know, we, we can get removed from things and you've got electronic media and all these, but at the end of the day, it's really all about relationships. Mm-hmm. Like you, it's that one-on-one, it's those people that you know that you can reach out to that really matters so much. Yeah.
1: Um, how, how do you know for you? How do you know when you're doing really good work?
0: Um, that's a tough one. I mean, I definitely rely on metrics and feedback, uh, but then there's also that satisfaction, like, are mm-hmm. you being creative or, and sometimes it's more like, are you responding, you know, quickly and do you have all of the information that you need, especially if I'm working with, you know, media, how, you know, what's our customer service looking like? And, you know, do we have everything that we need to respond and are we responding quickly? Are we giving the, the mm-hmm. answers? Um, yeah. And then the feedback for, you know, for electronic media, I'm always relying on feedback, like yeah. how, how engaging is this?
1: So you you and Bill have similar kinds of work, right? Mm-hmm. You're both communications people. Yep. Uh, it, is that is that good or bad uh, on on the home front? Do you? Um,
0: that's really good, actually. Okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. we talk a lot about what we have going on, not necessarily specific topics, but you know what we're using from a technology or yeah. a platform standpoint, what's working. Uh, and Bill can get role a lot more in the um, nitty gritty. He likes to geek out even more yeah. than I do. And so that's good for yeah. me because yeah. he can bring an idea or a solution to me that I didn't spend the time to look into as depth, in depth as he did. And yeah. he'll have um, ideas. So it's good. You know, and it's the same thing as having, you know, that network where you collaborate with people. It's sure. definitely there's a lot of collaboration that happens there, which I really like because I like yeah. people. So,
1: yeah. Well, and so y- you guys were both at the chamber luncheon tomorrow or tomorrow yesterday, yesterday. Yes. yes some, some we might be there tomorrow at some too. point in the timeline yeah. um does that happen very often do, do you get uh, to intersect on so work sometimes we'll, yeah. and, and get to yes. see each other in the middle of the day yeah
0: sometimes yeah. we do yeah which is nice you know yeah. actually yeah
1: nicole and i can never seem to work that out she's yeah. <laughs> she rarely can come to any of those things yeah. and so i'm always like hey it would I'm be, really be fun. you could be there <laughs> yeah. and then we'd both yeah. be there usually yeah. though she's like sitting at the fmh table yeah and yeah. I don't, i'm not invited you're, wa-
0: you're waving <laughs> waving from, from across
1: the room yeah. we're having lunch together separately
0: <laughs> yes but it was really good right yes, <laughs> but it was yeah, great just yeah. great to see you for
1: a minute yeah. uh the, so the two of you both have big jobs mm-hmm. like the the two of you uh strike me as people who really enjoy work yeah um you enjoy the work you do but you're you have a high drive like yeah. you're not just going to want to sit around and do nothing no. um But you also are very uh, family-oriented people, and it's not like you want to spend 100 hours a week at work and not see your your people. Yeah. So how how have you guys kind of developed a rhythm and a balance um, so that you... You get all of that.
0: Well, it's always goes back to your family first, right? Because mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to be good at your job, good at anything else if there's stuff that's going on at home that's not taken care of. Yeah. And fortunately, we both work in for organizations that respect that and recognize that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we probably would look for different employment opportunities if that wasn't the case. So we've always mm-hmm. put you know, our kids before and our marriage before our jobs. And then you have that solid or, you know, and it's, you're always working on it. You will have that solid (laughs) at home and then you um, go out and you do your stuff. But we've had flexibility, you know, we're in the winter, if there were, storms things like that that were it usually affects both of our industries at the same time Mm -hmm. and so our kids have definitely been good about being flexible you know while we're working in the garage Mm -hmm. they're you know so they're in their home (laughs) from school and it's really loud Um, they'll let let us sit in the car and answer you know do reporter interviews or whatever and they're respectful of that and they've been good but that also you know that means on the other hand, that when there's the, you know, luncheon and they need volunteers at school, we can take off and do that. And so yeah. that flexibility, but putting our families first, it's been really important.
1: Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, And, and so for, for your kids, so mm-hmm. they have pretty high fro- profile parents they have mm-hmm. parents who are involved in a number of things and are fairly visible mm-hmm. i know that i saw one of your daughters driving last summer yeah. and i texted you yes she seems yeah. to be doing a great job yeah.
0: which is awesome yeah. we love hearing that you know,
1: and, and I, when i talk to maddie all the time about mm-hmm. you know like nicole i mean everybody mm-hmm. at the hospital knows nicole because yes. she's in hr and yes. a lot of people pass through her office like you, you will never know how many people that you don't recognize from anybody that know who you yeah. are. So yep. you need to mind your P's and Q's. How is it for them having parents that? are very visible. (laughs) I
0: think they like it. Uh, They haven't told us that they don't. Uh Um, They won't go grocery shopping with their dad though, because he talks to everybody for so long that it takes forever. They laugh about that a little bit. Um, But there's also been some good learning opportunities (laughs) when they were young. uh, They were, we were out of town and they went biking and they were standing over a uh, river and somebody biked by them and texted us right away, and we, where they were like, I see your kids, they're too close to the river, you should let them know. And so we were able to go, We know you're standing by the river, you need to back up, you're not safe. And they were like, How do you know do that? You- yeah. We're like, we're everywhere, remember? That's amazing,
1: yes. But that's a good thing, that's the beautiful, right? That's the beautiful
0: thing about raising your kids in a community where people are tight-knit and that they'll reach out to you if they know what's going on. Well, I
1: I do, I mean, it really does take a village in some cases, and so to know that um, other people recognize who your kids are and can (laughs) keep them on the straight and narrow maybe a little bit. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I I do like to have that thought in the back of Maddie's Mm -hmm. head.
0: Yeah, absolutely, people are always out there, they know your parents yeah vice she,
1: versa. she's she's a self uh if she if she has gotten in trouble for mm-hmm. something at school usually talking
0: mm-hmm.
1: as she tells us before mm-hmm. the teacher can ever tell mm-hmm. us which she's you
0: can't really be like i'm mad about that because you're like i know it's all about people dog yeah. you know <laughs> you well, yeah. do that yeah yeah,
1: yeah so uh, usually the conversation is well well did you stop talking mm-hmm. yeah eventually oh, okay we're, yeah. we're good then you yeah. know like just did you respond correctly yeah. to being told you were on the wrong track uh, let's get in our time machine, okay? okay? The time machine that is not taking us to where yesterday was tomorrow, but... The other one. The other one, okay. yeah. Uh, if you could... I want to talk about three three parts of your life. Okay. If you could go back to when you were in elementary school, to when you were in high school, and then maybe at the beginning of car- your career, what, what message would you deliver to each of those meadows?
0: Um, so elementary school, I... Well, I was really fortunate to grow up in a really small community Mm -hmm. um, and we didn't have running water and TV and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So there was a ton of, you know, reading, writing, all of those things that I rely on now. Mm -hmm. But of course, you don't get that that's going to be important to you later in your career. You know, all of that being creative. Uh, So I would probably celebrate that more and not be so irritated by the fact that we didn't have TV. Although I was really irritated at the time. Yeah. You really feel like you're missing yeah, out. You're missing out. Yeah, you're missing out. Yeah, But the TV's yeah.
1: not so important. It
0: wasn't. There were so yeah. many other things that we did. I mean, we were outside all of the time and all of that creativity. I'm like, I could be dropped off in the woods someplace and be totally fine. Like, I need to go on Survivor at some point. I'll be older. You know, yeah. so I so feel really capable and confident about all of that stuff. And really that, and that breeds some sort of independence and the ability to take care of yourself, uh, which wouldn't be the same if I would have been inside as much. Sure. And uh, then, you know, you have respect for nature and there's a certain creativity that comes from that and especially in Alaska I think so so I would be I would embrace that that like it was a different lifestyle it was good though and uh, I maybe wouldn't have fought back against you know wishing I had more tv and all those (laughs) all those things okay if I only knew that soon phones would be coming and you'd be able to have a tv in your
1: hand yeah right yeah yeah I dreams Maddie has no clue about no. that universe yeah they joke about it's my kids will joke weird.
0: about it. and when you had a pager and I was like oh I thought the pager was so I was like this is amazing yeah. I was like do, what do we do before this? A payphone yeah <laughs> people wouldn't hear from us for yeah. hours yeah
1: yeah man that those so were different days. yeah those were, days. Those were. what um, about high school
0: high school well, I, I would just maybe lump high school and college in together because mm-hmm. I was one of those people, you know, that, and I hear as they're talking about college and they talk about, you know, p- people don't finish in four years. And for me, I hadn't, nec- I wasn't, I started off thinking I wanted to be a nurse and I thought I wanted to be a teacher. And really those were because those were the things that people, adults around me were, that's mm-hmm. what i had been exposed to. Uh, and so I think that really knowing that your own journey, even if it doesn't follow other people's timeline is okay. Cause sometimes yeah. I was like, I felt bad that it was taking me longer. Um, But I can remember to this day, the first I walked into a class, it was a PR class on interviewing. And uh, I was like, this is, this is it. This Mm -hmm. is what I, you know, this is the stuff I want. I want to hear from people and collect information from people and put it into a little story and then share that. And that, you know, so game changer. So, you know, do all of the experiences that you possibly can. Know that everyone's timeline looks a little different. If it takes you eight years to finish college, don't beat yourself up over Mm -hmm. it. You know, just do something that you love and that you're going to feel rewarded by later on. I say that as I'm about to have a college student that I'm like, four years. We're looking at four (laughs) years. So in the back of my mind, I always have to think, what if she changes her mind?
1: Yeah. 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 Well, I, I had Steve Lundgren in here the other day and he said that, the, the initial reason for getting a the business degree mm-hmm. was it had the most electives mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like yeah when I started college I had no clue <laughs> yeah. and that's when I finished yeah. college six weeks later yeah still had no clue yeah
0: the nice thing about that though is and I think this is true for all things in life is you don't know when you're in the middle of things what it's going to look like going forward yeah. but in hindsight the things like taking education classes have really helped me it helped me with my kids you know doing homework with them when we we're learning how to when they were learning how to read um and also for me in my in my career so i really like to say that you know this is the stuff that we're doing and go give presentations and help mm-hmm. to educate our workforce and i i don't think i would feel as comfortable doing that if you know i didn't a- end up taking these education classes yeah. so it's been it's been a good thing well and
1: you do you do some adjunct work or at least you yeah. have right yeah, yeah no i do so. so
0: for 20 years now actually wow. so i've taught one semester of public speaking um or one class each semester yeah. and I love that it's been a really interesting you know the topics and have changed as students sure. change and you know what they're focused on and what's important to them yeah yeah so that's been a cool that's thing and cool. I can't believe it's been 20 years like
1: that just yeah it just disappears it does disappear all of a sudden yeah. it's like oh, it's so it's cool though, though. It's
0: so enjoyable <laughs> that there's yeah yeah
1: yep. so what about the uh, early in your career
0: mm-hmm. um early in my career Um, again, all of the things, all those little things that you can do that you can experience. uh, I say just do them like be brave and do those things outside of your comfort zone. Some of the best things that I did were, you know, leaving Alaska. Um, I fought forest fires. There's a lot of Things that are actually like for temperament, that's really similar to my job now in that you've got that same, you know, it's really hectic and there's a lot of pressure and then you have to step back and make decisions and not feel the pressure and be calm. Uh, You know, all of that was is a similar as far as temperament goes. Um, and just all of the different experiences moving away from Alaska on my own, you know, that can be really lonely. Mm -hmm. Uh, we joke about how you walk into Fred Meyer's and you see 800 people and you know them all and you talk. But when I remember distinctly moving away from Alaska and walking into a um, grocery store in Colorado Springs and thinking, and no one said hi to me the whole time, you know, nobody knew me and you're just, you're you don't have those connections, yeah. but it makes you appreciate going home, even if it's a smaller mm-hmm. place. And those connections, again, it's relationships at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. That's what it's all
1: about. Wow. Yeah. I always forget that you did the firefighting stuff. Yeah.
0: So my mom did I, it, too. I know so it's that. Been a, yeah. But then I forget yeah. that I know that. Yeah. So that was a cool thing for me.
1: How did, how did you get it, it, Did you get into it because your mom did it or well, like how did a you? job
0: came open? Yeah. yeah down in um, Copper Center. And so I started off working in an office and I was, you know, helping with timesheets yeah. and people would get ready for the day. They'd go out on these fires and they're either taking a helicopter or they're riding an engine out. And I was like, I do not want to be sitting in this office. Like I'm going to do whatever I can do to be mm-hmm. out there. I want to be out there. I want to see what's happening. And uh, so that was my first year. And then the next year I worked towards, you know, being able to go out and working on some fires.
1: We would have made a it. good team because I would have wanted to stay in the office. <laughs> you I wouldn't would have, said, have, though. You go. Because they I'll come back here and they and tell you things and stories. Yeah.
0: Do. I was like, I want to be out there. I want to see what it's like. That's
1: so, awesome. Yeah, well,
0: that, it was really cool.
1: That it's it's like, it is simultaneously surprising and completely unsurprising. Yeah. It's surprising because it's so different from yeah. the work that you do, yeah. but unsurprising that you would be like, yeah, that's a thing I want to do. I'm going to go do it. But it's still like
0: that. I'm still like, I want yeah. to do this. Even, you know, in my job now, I sure. want to learn about what you're doing and, you know, tell me about yeah. how you choose the rocks, you know, all that little stuff. That people take for granted—that's part of road construction—and yeah. yet there's a, you know, there's all these decisions and this science that happens between every little thing. So,
1: mm-hmm. you know. How do you how do you feel like that curiosity has served you? I think that there are people that are just naturally curious and they, they don't need to be told to learn new things. They just can't not.
0: I think I am probably really similar to the general public when they look at a road, right? And mm-hmm. you don't necessarily understand why sure. this culvert is going in and it looks like this. Yeah. And so I ask those questions and then I'll say, let's share this stuff. Let's put this out on, you know, social media or make an article or pitch a story depending on, you know, the magnitude of it. So I think it's helped me because it's always gives me topics that we're talking about at yeah. work.
1: Yeah. yeah, I feel like you probably have a slightly different perspective than some people just because... You are. You do seem to be curious and interested Absolutely. in lots of yeah. different kinds of things, and yeah. you're just like, I want to. I want to know, know more know about
0: all that. the things. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, do do you when you look at your kids, mm-hmm. um, do you see those kind of characteristics pop up? Like the the, are they are they more like you? Are they more like Bill?
0: Um, I think they're a good balance in that one of the things about being curious about all the things is that you never become necessarily the master of a few of those things. You know, I'm always dabbling in yoga and then I'm dabbling in running and then I'm, you know, but I wouldn't say I'm a proficient at yoga or proficient at running. Uh, Or any of those things. But Bill can be way more focused. And I think there's a balance to that that has been good. So our kids have decided that there's things that they're interested in. And they aren't so far. One of them is not quite as adventuresome as I am. I think the other one is... but there's a good balance yeah. there, right? And then for us, we respect those decisions. And you know, you're always trying to help your kids become the most independent people they can, yeah. right? They're supposed to leave you eventually. I it's hear. a weird job, right? I tell Bill I might move with them, and uh, <laughs> I think they think I'm joking. I don't know that.
1: <laughs> yeah, N- Nicole but. wants Maddie to uh, be a an exchange student mm-hmm. in high school. Mm-hmm. And then she wants to be able to dictate where Maddie goes for work mm-hmm. or goes to college, so that she can tag so along can and have be her roommate. There. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Yeah. So
0: I, I don't say I'll be their roommate anymore. I used to joke about it, but now that's a little too creepy to them. <laughs> so I'm like, I just might have an apartment nearby. Yeah,
1: just yeah. right around the corner. Yes. you know, yeah. we can we'll see each other at the grocery store.
0: Yeah, <laughs> or I'll know I'll come check on you. I'll cook you dinner. That's, yeah,
1: there you go. Yeah. Well, I, that, that would probably be hard to, to turn down. You're the meal prep queen.
0: I am the meal prep queen. That's yeah. my thing. Yeah, that's your
1: thing. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, well. I think that that uh, your kids have probably uh, hit the jackpot with you and Bill. Uh, they're probably uh, pretty. They would probably tell you other kids. things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. uh, they are. After all,
0: we enjoy that. Adolescents. Isn't so, yeah. it crazy how yeah. you know this probably from Maddie? She's taught you as much oh, as yeah. you've taught her. Yeah. The whole being a parent teaches you. Yeah. Tons of
1: things. Well, and I mean, it really is the kind of gig where I mean the the express job Mm -hmm. is take give this person like every bit of your attention for this period of time and then let them go yeah and And it's kind of that's a terrible job
0: yeah share all the things make them independent know that when they're doing stuff like talking back to you some or not agreeing with you you want them to do that you want them to be comfortable with expressing themselves Yeah. yeah
1: Yeah. It's just like and finding the right to ways leave. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maddie, you know, her, her challenge is always knowing where that edge is. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you crossed the mm-hmm. line there. Or, yeah, <laughs> you know, that was funny the first 12 times. Yes. 13th time. It's not funny anymore. You got to like, you got to know where the boundaries yeah. are. Yeah. It's a horrible job and the very best job ever. I agree. Because Absolutely.
0: yeah, it's hard. You really want more direction. That's what I yeah. wanted. I was like, I want to know, you know, when they ask, can you stay out till midnight? I, you know, I think so. I'm yeah i'm gonna google real quick like what's the standard
1: yeah well we've had nieces and nephews on either side Uh and you know from one to the next they have you know three kids in the same family Mm -hmm. and they're all so different Mm -hmm. and it really becomes like there's no hard and fast right rule because one of your kids may be okay with that Mm -hmm. and the other kid that may be a bad decision and that's the hard
0: thing and then you have the other one comes to you at least in our instance and we'll be like that was really unfair yeah and i go yeah life is not fair you are um, different people with different needs. Indeed. Yeah.
1: And I'm sure we could nerd out on parenting. For I was gonna the say next hours. My
0: um, the we came and listened to you when you spoke a few years ago, and remember you had the. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that is still in our kids' bedroom. A little like card with things. like quote. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. I love cool. that.
0: Yeah. I still th- I think about you every time I see it. That, that makes me fun. very
1: happy. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I will tell you, it's not just your kids that are uh, better off for having you. Fairbanks is certainly better off for having you around, you. and we love this uh, town. Your curiosity and your drive to do really good work. Uh, it certainly matters. It It's making a difference and I appreciate it. I know lots of other people do as well. So thank you for taking the time to be here and also thank for being you. here in the broader sense. And
0: I appreciate what um, you do in this community as far as sharing those kinds of, in, that encouragement and again, pushing, you push other people to do to, to good things because you're I hope so. putting out new technology all the time. Yes. And That's platforms. the goal.
1: Yeah. So, so now I just have to apparently convince your kids to go to UAF so that you, <laughs> We don't <laughs> go anywhere
0: else. well it'll be okay. maybe temporary you know i'll go stay in my apartment thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe to the spark our weekly email for people who want to do their very best work all the details are at datelinedigitalcom forward slash spark